Congratulations for even starting this episode. Usually we avoid something when we think it's going to be boring or uncomfortable, and that includes finding out why we are avoiding it. So kudos to you for knowing that growth comes in the uncomfortable. Hopefully at least we can make it entertaining today and we can work through it together. Thanks for joining us today on the Women's Business Workshop podcast. This is your host and business coach, Robin Walker, helping female entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself to find more strategy and focus in your business so that you can reach your goals with less distraction and overwhelm. Welcome to the show. A few weeks ago, I held our annual business conference, the Lakeside Conference, and many of you guys were there. This was year five. The first four years were in person in my hometown in Wisconsin. And this year, uh, due to everything, we needed to find a new venue, so to speak. And the feedback amongst the group was that we still wanted the conference. It was still needed, even if we couldn't meet in person. So we held it online. It was different but it was just still wonderful in such a new way. If you guys did miss it this year, you're in luck because we just released the replay recordings and the event workbook to the public. So you can grab that and work through it on your own time. We set it up kind of like a course so that you can stop and start it as you need to. If you're interested in that, it's available at womensbusinessworkshop.com forward slash replay. You can also grab it for free as a bonus for joining us in the Impact Business Circle for quarter two. It is literally the same price either way. So hop in Impact and you can get that amongst um, another bonus as well that we're going to announce soon. You guys have all experienced the time and energy that goes into a launch or an event, maybe a new program, And by the time you've launched it or it's over, you are just exhausted. And the temptation is to just take everything that you've done for it and just put it in a folder and put it away and move on. This is where the higher level businesses do things differently. Most successful businesses are not winging it. I see many small business owners and entrepreneurs, and I'm not calling you out, but uh, a lot of you like to avoid that final step in the strategic planning process, which is to evaluate, to review, to revise your plan. And I, I totally get it. It sounds like a boring step. Sounds like added extra work that you could probably get by without doing. You can't, you can't skip a lot of the parts in the launch, but you can skip the part at the end after you've already made your money. And, and it could just be that maybe you just aren't sure what exactly it is that you need to evaluate. So I'm going to help you with that today. And I'm going to share five things that I evaluate after I have a launch or an event to see where I can do better in the future. It isn't just looking for how to increase sales, although that's definitely a part of, of that's definitely a part of it of how I can reach more people, serve more people, but it's also how I can use that data to attract new clients and also better serve my current clients like you guys. So jot down what might work for your business as I go through the five steps. I'm going to use my most recent event, the conference, as my example for what to look for in this uh, evaluation step. And even if I never plan on hosting this event again, I still want to get all the data and insight I can before I move on. So number one, I'm going to start with my least favorite 
of all of the evaluation steps, but the one that my future self always thanks me for, and that is finishing all the financial reports that go with this launch or offer or program. So I'm asking myself, how much time and energy did I spend on this project? So I wanna record everything while it's fresh, while I have you know, all those payment confirmations in my email and in my Stripe account. Um, I wanna enter everything, the receipts, the sales, and not just money spent on ads and the platform, but I also wanna figure in how much time I spent, whether that was in the creation in the sales, in the actual delivery, how much time did I spend that could be used doing other income generating activities? So I wanna know what were the sales? When did they come in within that launch window? Really just looking at all the financials and the time put, what you put into it and what you got out of it. I like to start with this step because sometimes you can get burnt out in this evaluation stage, especially if you don't do it very often. So you wanna start with something like this. Your future self will definitely thank you at tax time when everything is documented and entered. And it's not just entering it into your year, but actually as this specific event to know what is your ROI on your time and money spent. It can help you decide then, is this worthy of repeating in the future? whether it's this exact offer or something similar, and also how you can make this better for next time and increase your sales or revenue based on what you've learned through this step. I will say too, if you don't reflect, you may have the same result next time. And why wouldn't you wanna set yourself up to sell more the next time around? You think you're gonna remember your reflections that are in your head, but I can tell you that you won't. If it's in your head, it doesn't count. You may be able to remember the lyrics to Bust a Move from 20 years ago, but I can tell you you're not gonna remember that you wanted to start your ads four days sooner in your launch process. So write everything down and document everything while it's fresh. Number two, an area that I like to reflect on, well, let me back up, I don't like to reflect on this at all, and I try to stay out of my Facebook ads manager as much as possible, just for my sanity's sake. But if you ran paid ads to your product or your event, I really advise taking time to learn from that money you spent before you go and run any other ads. If you have an ads expert that can walk through this with you, that is the best scenario. Even if you have to hire someone for a one-time audit to come in, look at the outcomes with you, and they can help explain how to improve it for next time, that's a great use of your time and money. I like to look at where the ad performed best as far as like what platform, because they're usually on multiple platforms, and also which of my audiences seem to respond most frequently. And for example, for the conference, I had quite a few different ads and I had some that were targeting warm audiences, some that were targeting cold. So I had created some different audiences with some help. So it's really interesting afterwards to see who who clicked and, and which audiences have the best response. If I did any kind of split test, I like to look at which graphic or which text seemed to be the most clickable. Uh, you could also see who liked the ad. So if you go onto the actual ad and click on 
the responses and see who liked it, you can kind of see where they fit in with your ideal market. And that helps you see is that who you were trying to attract? Like you paid money for those people to click on your ad. And are those the type of people that need what you offer? We had an ads expert, Brianna Cortez, speak at this year's conference, and she talked all about ads being beneficial, no matter if they did the sales that you were hoping to, because you can learn from them. But that only happens if you actually go back and look at what happened within the ad and not just base it on just how many clicks or sales you got from that actual ad. If you do need help with ads, Brianna's ad training for the conference was about how to create an ad for a specific offer, so more the strategy. Uh, That is available in the conference replay bundle as well as her six worksheets that she provided that help you create your ad. So if that's something you're looking for, I would definitely recommend grabbing that. Number three, did you know that you can see where someone found you how long they spent on individual pages on your website, and what path they took to go from page to page. Yes, I am talking about Google Analytics. After a launch, I like to get all up into my Google Analytics and specifically go to the Behavior Flow tab. So if you've dabbled in Google Analytics, write that down, the Behavior Flow tab. I can find out if people came through my sales page, how long they stayed on it, and if they dropped off there or went to a different place on my site after that. I know it sounds super nerdy, but it is such valuable information. I can not only use it to tweak the page if it's something that's an ongoing offer, but I can use it in order to help increase sales on the next sales page that I create. So if you have something ongoing like a membership group or maybe it's for your strategy sessions, but you want to know what's happening when people get to your page. If they're only there for four seconds and that's predominantly how long people stay on your page, then something in that top fold is either repelling them or not intriguing enough to help them stay and scroll further. So that behavior flow, I love it, it's so great. I won't go too deep into Google right now because that could be a huge black hole, but check out the behavior flow tab. And then in quarter two in the Impact Mastermind group, we're gonna go deeper into Google. We're having Claire Lauer come do a guest training for the group on getting found on Google. We would love for you guys to join us in the group. Let's play devil's advocate and say, you've already decided you're not gonna sell this exact thing again you might be wondering why would I bother with evaluating it if I've already decided that I didn't like it, I don't wanna sell it again. Here's my take on that. So this is how far I took the evaluation step with the online conference. I re-listened to every minute of the entire conference while I was creating the replay experience. The entire thing. And then I took notes. I took notes about the questions that women were asking during the sessions, about topics brought up in the chat. I took notes on the most popular components over the three days. And this information is invaluable to me. It helps me know where you guys are in terms of your business journey. I can then offer better content. I can offer you more targeted support. And I can create better events for everyone in the future because I know what you guys are looking for, what you're asking about, uh, what's a popular topic. 
And if a lot of you brought up the same need, I can plan that for a future impact training or group workshop. And that's all real-time engagement and interaction. When you're running a launch or an event, there's so much going on that you can't possibly retain and reflect on the interactions in real time. And like I said earlier, you think you're gonna remember, but you won't. When I was leading a training session, there's no way I could be training, focusing on what I'm saying and reading everything in the chat and processing it and remembering what the trends are. It's just not possible. So going back when you have a clear head, maybe a couple days later, a week later, and going through it all again can be really valuable. All right, the last one, I swear, I know, last one. All right, so I have a couple, I have a couple good tips that, that I like to do, and, and that's your reward for listening to an uncomfortable topic this far. The last thing I like to do when I've planned ahead and remembered is a survey. Every year I ask you guys to fill out a survey after the conference. If you are going to do a survey, my tip is to plan it out ahead of time and schedule it in an email with the link for immediately following the launcher event or sometime when they just finished, it. everything's fresh in their head. I would also give them an incentive to complete it by a certain date because otherwise those emails tend to get lost and it's not really urgent for anyone to fill out a survey. So I love to give something away because the feedback is is so great. And I, I honestly love reading the feedback from my programs or my events. So those of you who have filled those out, I honestly thank you. I ask targeted questions so that I can use the information to better plan in the future so this is information that I can use regardless if I host this event again to better serve you guys in the future. Two of the questions that I ask that are my favorites are number one is what helped you make the decision to buy and commit to this purchase? This helps me know what spoke to you guys that came to the event help me know what you were looking for and why you wanted to come. And in, in the future, it just makes sales easier. I don't want to offer something that you all don't want or offer in a way that turns you away. So getting your input makes it more aligned and a more pleasant experience for both of us. So I love that question. And often it's a surprise. <laughs> like the reasons that you guys buy aren't aren't always what I think they're gonna be. So it's great. So the other question I like to ask is what is your biggest takeaway from the event or program? I know what transformation I wanna offer you. I know what I've promised you. And I wanna be sure that I've delivered. But I wanna know what the experience was like for you. As sellers, we don't know if we don't ask, and I never want to assume that I know what your experience was like. The answers that I get for the takeaway question always surprise me as well, and this is something you can ask at the end of a strategy session, at the end of a course, or after an event, and it's truly a question about the user, and it's generic enough that you don't influence their answer with any subtext. If you do ask about takeaways, document these somewhere because some of them really can be gold. They can also be great testimonials as well. 
So those are the five things that I evaluate after I finish up with a client or an event or a launch, but I want you to decide what you need to focus on based on your business, but hopefully this gave you some ideas. The Lakeside Conference Replay Bundle is available at womensbusinessworkshop.com forward slash replay, or if you'd rather grab it for free, register for the Impact Business Circle by March 31st. And that will be one of two of your bonuses. The next bonus we're going to announce in our next episode, which is all about small action steps that you can take to bring in some more sales. It's a great time to join Impact and get started for quarter two. That you can find at womensbusinessworkshop.com forward slash impact. Thanks for listening, you guys, today. It's truly an honor to spend part of the day with you guys. All right, now go get back to work. 